Well, welcome to our, our annual celebration Sunday. This is an amazing day. The Lord put this idea in our heart years ago, and we're just, we just love, I love Celebration Sunday, and I, I've been looking forward to it. And you know, it, it's kind of hard to know uh, exactly what to call this this year, because you know, like I've been watching the Olympics, and it keeps saying 2020. And I keep thinking, well, it's 2021, but every event I look at, it says 2020, and so I, I'm not really sure. Maybe we could vote today as to whether this is Celebration 2020. How many of you say this is Celebration 2021? We are not going backwards. We're thankful for what the Lord did last year, but I want to tell you something. It's 2021 now. Amen? All right. It's, it's both. <laughs> well, I'm moving on to 2021. <laughs> we have been talking about now, that now is the time of God's blessing. We had a prophetic word come forth in our staff meeting about three months ago. And it said, we've been waiting for a move of God. And God says, I want you to enter into it now. Yeah. Now. Yeah. You know, we've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places now. And so there is so much that God has for us to enter into today. And I, I've got a lot of videos to show you. We're going to have... We're going to have a great time this morning. But this morning, when you see this screen, we are going to stand and shout and clap. So I want us to practice. This is going to be a great morning. So when you see that screen next time, we're going to do that same thing and beyond even. Isaiah 43 verse 19 says, Behold, I will do something new. Say something new. Something new. Now. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I believe we can be aware of it. And I believe there's a lot more now springing forth than we've been aware of in the past, but we're about to have eyes to see it. We're about to have ears to hear. And as Marcy was talking to me, that was so good, Marcy, about this being bigger than the room. Guys, we see with the eyes of your heart. This thing right here is limited, but with this thing, I can see beyond what's in this room. I can see beyond this moment. I can see beyond the needs of my flesh and into reality. The spirit realm is reality. Jesus himself is reality. And something is springing forth. John 4.38, I sent you to reap that for which you have not labored. Is, is that okay with you? Is it okay with you that God might want to give you something that someone else labored? Someone else prayed. Someone else sowed something. And God says, I want you to reap it. Are you okay with that? All right. Psalm 126.5 says, those who sow in tears shall reap with joyful shouting. And so we've sown things, but there's other people who've sown in tears. And we are about to reap the blessings of what they've sown. And of things that have gone on. So in Genesis chapter 26 verse 4. 
the Lord is speaking to Isaac. And he says, I will multiply. Say multiply. That's one of the key prophetic words we have for this year is that we are entering into a season of multiplication. I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and will give you your descendants all of these lands and by your descendants all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed me and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes and my laws. He's saying, Isaac, Abraham obeyed, and because Abraham obeyed, I'm about to bless you. And obviously, we know that any blessing we have is because of the obedience of Jesus Christ, our great high priest. And as we link up with that obedience ourselves and say yes to the Lord, we come into agreement and into alignment with these blessings. So Isaac dug again the wells of water which had been dug in, in the days of his father Abraham. For the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. And he gave them names that his father had given them. All right. So Abraham dug some wells. And as time went on, the Philistines had come and they had... They had filled up those wells, and now Isaac is coming, and he's going to begin to redig the wells of Abraham. And he gets to have where there's, there's already, someone has already done the hardest part of digging that wells, and now he just gets to empty it out, and he gets to enter into something, a blessing, because someone else dug a well already. And today... We are going to redig some wells. There have been a lot of people digging wells for years. A lot of great things happening. You know, I, there's so much that happens here at Convergence, and we're going to have some video testimonies here in a minute. But I just want to let you even know, like in a week, like this week, I was on a, I was on a video call on, on Tuesday, and, and it was a church in California, and I was... I was doing a little session for them, and one person put in the chat box, he said, in 1999, thank you, Steve, you gave me a powerful prophetic word that changed my life and is still affecting me. And guys, that is convergence. Convergence sent a team to that church to teach on the prophetic in 1999, invested resources in that church and someone years later is saying, my life was changed. And then someone else came up and said the same thing. 1999, my life was changed because of a prophetic word. A church in California. I was also thinking this week, I got a text from another pastor. And I can't really, I can't give you the name of the church. But that church about 10 years ago was going through a very hard time. Their board, all kinds of things had come against them. And they... they it was just a very hard time of transition. And Rick Montgomery and I began to meet with that pastor and actually even got on the board for a while <laughs> to help them come through a time. Now they're one of the strongest churches in this region. Guys, that is convergence. That is digging wells behind the scenes 
that you can't, you don't see what's going on all of the time. Just this morning over here, Hudson came up to me and said, hey, I came to flood in 2016. I don't know what he said. Did you get saved, free, whatever? And 2016 in flood, can we praise the Lord for that? And that's, that's another well that has been dug here in this house. And there is lasting fruit from what God did. Several weeks ago, we had in Dave Wagner. And you know, we shared David Wagner with New River Church on Sunday night. Now, we didn't have to do that. <laughs> well, my son David told me I had to. But, <laughs> but we didn't have to do that. And we said, yes, we'll take it. We took David Wagner over there. We introduced him to New River. About 60 leaders gathered in the room, who many who had never received a prophetic word. And I watched a church be transformed as David prophesied over them. And people experienced the love of God and what prophecy is really supposed to be like. Many of them had experienced what prophecy is not supposed to be like. And they will never be the same. Guys, that's a well that convergence is digging. And we are reaping from those blessings. And we're about to reap a whole lot more out of the things that we have been sowing through the years. So, Isaac dug the well. And the next thing that happened was there was contention. People came in and there was a fight over that well. And I just want to encourage us today, as you begin to redig wells today, we are not going to let a little bit of contention keep us from the inheritance that God has for us. And many times when there's resistance, it doesn't mean you're off track. It actually means you're on track. And these were Isaac's well. And then the next well they redug it, there was enmity. And, and the root of that word actually means accusation. And it, it's actually the Hebrew word, Satan, which actually we, we get the word Satan from that word. And so, so there was accusation that came. And today we are going to step through accusation and into the inheritance that God has for us. We are not going to let a little bit of accusation stop us. We're not going to let a lot of accusations stop us. And then finally, they dug again, and they settled in that place, and it's the word Rehoboth. You've probably heard that word before, and it means a broad place, a safe place. And he entered into the blessing of that inheritance of the wells that had been dug before. And he said, at last the Lord has made room for us, and we will be fruitful in the land. <laughs> the Lord is making room for us and we will be fruitful in the land. Amen. All right. So I want to tell you a little bit more of a story. I want to I want to give you take you back to December 5th, 2020 and this is Sean Foyt over here in our fellowship hall and I want you to listen to the story and I'm I'm maybe a little help on the audio on this one is not the greatest. But I want, I want you to listen to what Sean says about how he, he got the revelation of what he's doing now in worship 
and where that revelation came to him. I'm Alden's birthday. I mean, Michael Miller at the time, he wasn't married. He was my friend. And we're dreaming about Can you give me some more audio on that? Worship in the presence. And we hosted a burn in this church. Yeah, I think did. it was 24 hours or 48 hours. And it was in that burn that we were there. And we were worshiping through the night. And I had this picture of, and it's so powerful. I probably haven't shared this story in 10 years. Uh, but I had this picture in this church during worship of um, of, God, of of the island chain of, of Indonesia, and uh, there, there was a dark figure that was holding on to the, these island, the, the group of island chains. And at the time, I didn't know that Indonesia was the number one most populated Muslim nation in the world. And we were praying at the time. This is post 9/11, and put, you know, there was all the, the rock stuff was happening, or just starting to happen, and there was a lot of fear of, you know, uh, Muslims across America, and we were just praying, God, how do we see your presence in your kingdom advance in these countries? And I saw this picture of this dark man holding the island chains like a rod, and he could shift them wherever he wanted to go, whatever he wanted to do, because he had total control. But the more that we started to worship, the more his grip loosened on that rod of island chains, and the more there was freedom, and he didn't have the control. And it was in that prayer room when I got that vision when I was like, we're going to Indonesia. And I left here and I, and I rallied 25 worship leaders from around America. I didn't give them an option. I called them. I said, you're going with me to Indonesia. And we're going to go in three weeks. So raise $3,000 and you're going to come with me and we're going to see that nation changed. And we rallied 25 worship leaders. And we went to Indonesia, and it was it was wild, the testimonies of God, what God did, but it was in this place that I received that vision to see this collision of worship come to bring freedom in, in, in Indonesia, which then led us into the Middle East, which then led us where we are today. So anyway, I'm like, thank you guys. I'm like in a moment right now. I'm sorry, that's just me venting of my own prophetic journey, but I say that to say that nothing's by accident. And the Lord really aligned this moment, and we're going to worship tonight. And we're going to have- All right. It was in this place, he said, that he received the vision. And I talked to him some later about this, about how in the spirit realm, as we go into nations and worship, we're actually disarming principalities. And that is what he, that, that brought a shift in his ministry and he began to focus even more on that. But that happened in a prayer room right down here. And that happened in a prayer room <laughs> where, and that's what, that was the event when they came in 2007. And uh, found, found that old email there. But Sean Foyt and Michael Miller came and they stepped into that prayer room that night where deep wells and years and years of encounters and visions had been sown, and Sean had a vision there to start a worldwide movement of worship that began to shift everything. And he saw in that vision worship disarming principalities even over nations. And so now we fast forward to 2020, and there's a well that's been dug years ago of relationship, of friendship, of encounter. And so, can we praise the Lord for that? Woo! 
All right. Now, I want to go back through some of what we experienced this last year. Because I want, I want us to remember and recognize these are the kind of things that we read about in history of revivals. And they're happening in your lifetime.
Now, that happened because you prayed, you gave, you served as an usher. Dwight Marriott went and got the generator. And Gary Langford and uh, Wanda worked on permits and Misty in the office. That happened through us. And over 60 people were baptized that night. Isn't that amazing? Can we just praise the Lord for that? All right, let's fast forward to 2021. This is a city of breakthrough. Fort Worth is a fortress of worth. It is our name. Fort Worth is created to be a safe place full of the worth and the value of the worthy one, Jesus Christ.
raise your hand. We love you. I love you, man. You hear me? Don't be ashamed. Right here, bro. Look at me. Look at me. My man right here. Look at me. My man. Look at me, bro. We love you. Hey, we are going to fight for your life because you are worth it all. Jesus died for you, and right now he's going to use you to bring freedom, to set the captives free. Are you hearing me tonight? Wow. So, redigging the well for that moment was not the easiest for our team. We were interfacing with a number of other churches and ministries, and, and the whole part of getting it all together wasn't always clear how it, how it worked, and, and our team really pressed through. And I'm, I'm just so thankful for that. But I want us to celebrate that moment. Another 60 people baptized, people got free, encountered the Lord. Let's just thank the Lord for that. <laughs> All right. Hi, I'm Jesse, and while I was at my school Bible study, um, we split off for prayer requests, and a lot of the girls in my group had been struggling with anxiety, depression, and suicidal thoughts. And one girl in particular was sharing about um, her suicidal thoughts and tendencies, and I felt like in that moment we needed to break those things off and um, send them to Jesus and declare freedom over all of us. And so I started praying and everybody was agreeing with me and the Holy Spirit floored all of us. He fell so heavily on us and most of the girls there hadn't even experienced him before. It was crazy. Um, they were crying, everybody was getting freed from things. I went around prophesying over everyone. It was beautiful. Um, and it's crazy when you step into the authority God's given you and allow him to move what can happen. Wow. A generation growing up like that and living in revival. Can we celebrate that right now? Woo! Yes. Yes. Woo! All right. The audio on this one's kind of low, so I'll just, I'll just warn you. All right. Hey, guys. Paige here. I want to tell you a testimony that really changed my life this year. Uh, when I was a kid, I was diagnosed with several learning disabilities, and um, some of them being dyslexia and something called Erlen syndrome, which is very rare. Um, I moved to Texas when I was 18, and a boy that had been healed of the same things as me prayed for me, and I was healed. And read my first book ever, um, have been reading ever since. So I shared my testimony at the women's night a couple of months ago, and a mom came up to me. Her name is Faith Balance, and she asked me to pray for her 11-year-old daughter, Emma Noel, who had been diagnosed with the same things that I had, even the rare ones. So I prayed for her. It was great. Nothing crazy. Um, and then they were just watching her throughout the week, and Emma Noel came up to Faith and told her that she feels like there's a difference. So just day by day, she started to be able to read. Um, the words on the page stopped moving, things backwards, all the stuff that comes with 
um, Erlen Sinderman dyslexia were gone and Jesus healed her and it's a miracle. Woo! Yes! Woo! <laughs> Woo! Come on! Wow. Yes. Anyone who needs healing from dyslexia, just raise your hand and we just want to pray for you right now. We have seen so many people right here. Okay, so, so let's have some gather around you right over here. Anyone else? We have seen so many people heal from dyslexia. Yes, yeah, some of you who've been healed from this, go over there. It was one of the most common healings we saw, especially in the season where we had our ministry training school. So, Father, we just thank you for healing from dyslexia right now. In Jesus' name, broken off, broken off. Words are clear. Father, whatever needs to be rewired in the brain, we thank you for that rewiring right now in the name of Jesus. We bless you for it, Lord. Yes. Yes. All right. They can keep praying over there, and we're going to move on to our next little Recently, I have been dog walking with some of my neighbors in my apartment complex. And one day I just had a feeling that I should ask them if they wanted to do a Bible study together. Um, so they were really excited and both said yes. So I opened up my apartment and the very first night, um, this girl, um, after I just shared my testimony and asked how I could be praying for her, um, she broke and just had this picture of herself trying to fix everyone and fix situations, but um, just had this revelation of she didn't have to fix it, that uh, someone was coming in and fixing it for her, and ultimately that was Jesus. Um, so just beautiful pictures from the Lord. And then the second week, we had a lady come in who um, had no background um, about uh, anything Christianity and um Anyway, she came hungry for the Bible and just came ready to forgive and walk through some forgiveness of deep hurts and pains. Um, so it's really incredible just all that the Lord is doing in this apartment complex and people are coming and hungry for the Lord. Come on. How about reaching our neighbors with the gospel? Can we celebrate that? Thank you, Lord. All right. I am so thankful for how our children are encountering Jesus on Sundays and in their homes all throughout the week. Recently, I woke up and I was having some really intense back pain. I was having uh, trouble moving, could not bend over. So my kids immediately asked to pray for me. And I started having some improvement and I was able to move a little bit, but there was still pain. So an hour later, my seven-year-old asked to pray again. And as she was praying, I started feeling intense heat right in the spot that was having the most pain. And it stayed warm for four hours, and all of the pain was gone. Jesus touched my back and healed me, and he honored the prayers of our children. And I'm so thankful how they are seeing God answer prayer because God hears us and he responds to us. Uh, no matter what age you are, God is moving in our homes every day. How about a generation growing up in the power and the fullness of the Holy Spirit? Yes! Woo! <laughs> Woo! What a great time 
to share some testimonies. You know, we have uh, seen some miraculous growth over the last three months uh, in the business. And, you know, a few months ago, I actually shared in church about um, saying yes now, figure it out later. And that has actually been uh, tough at times, you know, having so much work, you know, on some weekends where we didn't know how to do it. And then, you know, that we saw this big roller coaster effect. And I was just really asking the Lord, I'm like, Lord, I want something steady, something uh, promising, something that's really going to launch us into 2022. And our team got together and really thought some stuff. And we had some things uh, come out of nowhere, like literally nowhere. Uh, and I, you know, I just know like the Lord has been faithful. Like these events, you know, are really, really large events. And for us saying yes now and figuring out later, we've really been able to uh, produce enough to launch us into a really great spot into 2022. So I just want to encourage you business owners there, small business owners, large business owners, you know, managers, uh, C-level people that are going to hear this, this right here, to, to really spend the time to listen to what the Lord has and also to really spend the time with your people and let them understand, help them understand uh, why you're doing what you're doing. And uh, I think that the growth is going to be crazy for you guys. I just bless your businesses. I bless um, more fruit, uh, more cash flow, and uh, all the things that are deep desires in your heart and business. Bless you. it multiplying and seeing businesses go to a new level. Yes. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Hey guys, I just want to give a quick testimony. Um, so a few weeks ago in, during worship, I just had a lot on my mind, um, just a lot of decisions that we have to make as a family. Uh, in regards for schools um, and how expensive that would be for the application process. And right after worship, a good friend of ours uh, kind of approached me and said that he felt it in his heart that he and his family wanted to bless us financially. And when I took a look at how much they gave us, it was the exact amount that we needed um, in order for me to be able to apply to these schools. So I just wanted to say, um, how grateful I am and how uh, God is always there. Um, even when you think you're alone um, in the midst of all of it, his faithfulness and his goodness uh, will never leave us. Woo! Come on! Yes! How about abundant provision to step into your dreams? So we're here this morning. Someone else dug a well, and you just get to come and just kind of clean it out and step into the inheritance of that well. So this morning, we want to give you a shovel. Well, this is very generous, I know. Yep. Oh. Everybody stand No. I got you before you stood up. All right. So, uh, so yeah, and we have, 
What we're going to do on this, in fact, before we do that, we're just going to take a moment and uh, because I feel like we need to take this step to get the shovel, it's going to, there are going to be some steps of obedience that we take in the process of uncapping the well. The Lord's going to speak to you. He's going to say, do this, do this, do this. And we're going to be obedient as the Lord does that. But so this morning, we didn't just give you the shovel. I want you to come this morning. If you say, and we're, then we're going to go back to our seats, and I've got some, some direction for you. But uh, if you say, I've, I'm in, Lord, for the uncapping of the wells, for the inheritance, for what you have for me to reap in this season, not just to sow, but to reap. Can you say reap? reap. You are called to not only sow, but to reap. I want you to come forward and just grab a shovel up here and then head back to your seat and I'm going to tell you what to do with that shovel. Yes, that would be great. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> I appreciate, Daryl, you, <laughs> your heart of giving. He came up and said, I'm grabbing one for Shannon and Jane. They couldn't be here today. <laughs> I love you, Daryl. The way that you share with others is just such a blessing. And, uh, you know, Daryl often comes up almost every week and gives me a scripture. And usually if someone's not, someone's not here, he's like, hey, w would you give it? Would you give him one too? Here's, here's one for Andrew. And I, I so appreciate that about you. You're here today because someone got, yeah, come on up. Someone, someone prayed for you. Someone sowed into your life. And honestly, we know some of what has gone on that helped us connect with God and be where we are. But I want to tell you, we know very little. Like there's people who prayed. There's people who've driven by this church and prayed. One day in prayer, the Lord showed me this church being birthed out of the prayers of, of a, a praying grandmother. Just an older woman who was just praying and interceding for God to move in Fort Worth and that our church was actually birthed out of her prayers that she labored. And right now, we're here today entering into her labors. And so, 
we're going to redig some wells. And I want you this morning to write down some dreams, some things that have been in your heart. God, your dreams are not an accident. God has put and planted seeds inside of you for greater things than you've seen or known. You've seen God do some things, but you ain't seen nothing yet. There's so much more that he has. And so this morning, I want us to write down just some of the things that come into your heart that you believe and know and hear that God wants you to step into. Now, I don't want you to think about what seems possible or what you think you have money for or don't have. Now, we're throwing all that out today because if God says yes to it, the answer is yes. And we want to come into agreement with his yes. And we've seen testimonies this morning, even on the screens right here, of miracle of miracle after miracle after miracle. And there are hundreds of thousands of more that could be shared. Because we serve a miracle-working God. So we're going to take a moment. And I want you to write, write those things down.
you can fill in other things too later <laughs> as things rise up in your heart not like it has to be this exact moment so we've written down some some dreams some things that we believe the Lord has put in our hearts and so now we want to we want to just we want to say yes and so I want you to take the shovel and uh, I want you to get I know if you can go kneel all the way to the ground uh, with that shovel go ahead if you can just go as low as you can I know some of you you can't you can't get on your knees and that's fine you can do that right there in the chair the Lord we're just here and we just want to say yes to you we're just here to say yes and to thank you for the wells that have already been dug for us and Lord we're here to enter into John 4 where you said others have sown and you reap Lord we're here to enter in to Genesis 26 where Abraham Abraham obeyed God and Isaac was blessed Lord, we're here to enter in to Isaiah, Father, where it says, Behold, I will do a new thing, and now it will spring forth. And I thank you that wells of blessing are about to spring forth. And we just want to say yes, yes, yes. That's in your heart. Just speak it out. Yes, Lord. Lord, by kneeling with these shovels right now, we say yes to the redigging of the wells. And we say yes, Father, that even if there's opposition at well one and accusation at well two, that we will proceed to well three of the broad place. And I just bless you to enter into the broad place and to continue digging in obedience to the Lord and all that he says. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And now I just want to, I want us to stand up. And I want you to find someone else in this room and just put your shoulder, your hand on their shoulder. Because we're not doing this alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. Lord, I thank you for those to lift up our hands when we get tired. That we're not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone in Jesus' name. There are people who love you, who are surrounding you, and you are entering into inheritance. Together we are stepping into this as a family. And so, Lord, we bless you for it. We bless you for it. Thank you, God. All right, I want us to turn the lights on. And I want us now, I want us to, to take our shovel, to take what we've written, and I want us to just wave it before the Lord and thank Him for what He's about to do. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what's already been done. Thank you for those who dug the wells. Thank you for what's already been sown. Thank you, Father, for inheritance. 
that we're entering into. We bless you for a God. We bless you for a God. Yes. We're going to go out this morning. We're going to sing a song of celebration here and thanking the Lord for all that he's done and all that he's doing. So I feel like we need to do one more thing because I'm just going to wave this because I feel like we need to all agree and celebrate for the redigging of inheritance for our church, for Convergence Church. So I'm just going to wave this to represent those things that Convergence Church is redigging wells that are producing much, much, much fruit. There's been so much fruit that we've celebrated today. And we thank you, Jesus, for the more fruit. We thank you for the abundance, for the gushing of water, for the abundance in everything. You said that you would provide abundance for every good work. So I thank you for the abundance of people, God, that you want to reach through Convergence Church. I thank you for the abundance of encounters with Jesus that you have for people in this place and through these people. Thank you for abundance of provision. Thank you for abundance in relationships. Thank you for abundance in health and healing. Thank you for abundance. Just speak out what you want to bless Convergence Church with in abundance right now. We thank you for Jesus. Thank you for Convergence Church inheritance. Thank you for the prospering of every prophetic word that's been spoken over this church. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing now, now, now. And even the convergence of what's happened in the past with what you're doing now for this time and this season. We will perceive what you're doing, and we say yes to the now in Jesus' name.